Hello and a warm welcome to the Big Bright Podcast. I'm your host Emma and today I have with me the very lovely Bryony Stora whose Northern Tones will be guiding us through the concept of agile marketing and how it could benefit marketing teams across the globe, especially in tech. So, welcome Bryony. Thank you Emma. To our little recording studio here in the Bright HQ. <laughs> Just one little thing, I'm yeah. not Northern. <laughs> Okay, you're from the Midlands, but as I did explain to you, everything (laughs) above London is northern to me. So the northern part of the country, otherwise called the Midlands. (laughs) I'm going to get lots of angry people now, aren't I? Bryony from the Midlands, please tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do at Bright? So I'm the digital marketing manager here at Bright. A bit like most of my colleagues, we're a small company, so I wear lots of different hats. So there's a variety of different things I cover, obviously, all the digital channels from a marketing point of view, but it can cover a whole heap of different things. I find myself involved with so many different teams <laughs> yeah. and things I perhaps wouldn't have got involved with in a larger company so it's pretty fun I have to say. How many people are there at Bright's in total? Oh that's a test I think it's about 40 now actually mm-hmm. yeah we've had a good few people join recently as well which has been really nice lots of new faces and new ideas which is great but yeah so I think I'm one of the newer hires though. <laughs> yeah but you moved to Brighton about a year ago. I did. So I mean as a true Brightonian you know how are you finding it I want you to tell me that you love it. <laughs> I have to admit I do love it. I've I've been here a few times for Brighton SEO in the past and I really enjoyed it. And I just really like the vibe down here. There's loads of coffee shops and bars and restaurants. Obviously, being in the Midlands, I was literally the furthest point away from the sea in the country. So I still get excited every time I see the sea. However, I am now officially terrified of seagulls. Ah, see, I don't notice them anymore. After about 10 years, you just, you know, forget they're here. A woman in a shop told me the other day that one had actually stolen a baguette from her bag. Oh yeah, I saw a seagull once eat whole raw chicken breast from my barbecue that's horrifying it was quite, it was quite horrifying because <laughs> it was a bit like a bird eating a bird and that kind of messed me up a bit <laughs> Was when I first moved down, like friends of mine helped me move because it's 300 miles. And so we were sat in this little garden outside. We were eating food and all of a sudden we just noticed one seagull. And then a two minutes later, we saw another seagull. And it was like they were queuing up outside. Mm. And we're just like, we just kind of quietened and They're moved beasts. inside. <laughs> and they, I think they've got like bigger as well. Yeah, it's like I that horrible like film of birds. Yeah. And imagine what they look like to children. They must be like mammoth. <laughs> Anyway, we digress. So anyway, loving Brighton apart from the uh, beastly seagulls. Yeah, it's really good. There's a huge tech hub down here as well, which Mm. is one of the reasons I moved. So it's really nice to see so many small businesses and small tech companies starting up down here. It's it's really fun. Great. So, well, basically what we're here today to talk about really is agile marketing. And as somebody that obviously I do marketing too, and I didn't know a huge amount about agile marketing until I spoke to you about it. And you sort of explained to me a little bit more about how you're trying to use it within Bright. So can you explain to everybody who maybe doesn't know what agile marketing is? Like, what is it? It's a bit of a difficult question, I guess, because I I don't claim to be an expert in agile marketing by any sort of stretch. I am kind of torn as to how people use it. So I've heard it used in so many different ways. If we go back to basics, agile marketing comes from agile, which is a software technique. So the idea is fundamentally, it's about iterative approach to software development, basically. So developers, tech people, when they're creating software or they're creating um, anything to do with that sort of tech space they will develop something iteratively so rather than doing one big bash they'll scope something they'll develop what it's going to be it could take months it could take years and they launch it and then finding out that either a they got it wrong to begin with or b it's no longer relevant and they've wasted a lot of money and a lot of time the idea is with agile is that you do it in short sharp bursts checking with your customer all the time and making sure that what you do develop is relevant and you test and learn as you go and so then 
then when it comes to agile marketing, I don't think there's a straight answer because it's the idea is it's taking that approach of agile and applying it to different disciplines, taking the benefits of the ability to save time and save money and develop something that's relevant and how you take those principles and those benefits and apply it to different disciplines within a business. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it does make sense. But it is quite it is quite complicated, isn't it? It is a step apart from what you'd normally associate with marketing, like a strategy, and then you follow that strategy to the end. You say it's something that you've been kind of investigating a little bit within Bright. So how have you been introducing that into the company that's what I always believed agile was that it's something short without a plan I find that the conversation in the marketing industry about agile is you have two schools of thought right you have people who believe that it's just essentially the beginning of the best sort of marketing in the world it's short it's sharp it's quick it's easy it's cost saving and then others who look at the completely different route where it's kind of like it's it's lazy marketing where it's you're just looking at the short you know marginal gains little bits and without having a real strategic focus actually I was having a really interesting conversation with an old colleague of mine who actually is really into agile development and he said well actually take that step back and you actually look at the principles that underlie agile you can't expect to lift and shift from one industry to another it doesn't work that way you can't say anything that's going to work in the tech industry is going to work in marketing or HR or finance you have to think about what those underlying principles are about and apply it to that particular discipline it's really interesting and I think fundamental parts of agile it does have a plan it does have a story it does have a constant checking with that customer you're trying to help that customer achieve something which is fundamentally marketing (laughs) so how is it being used in the tech industry you know differently to other industries so from a marketing perspective Mm -hmm. literally half this company are developers and they work agile and our products are developed in an agile way so it's kind of something that we live and breathe as a company and I think lots of marketers who work in that space as well you have to work with your developers so closely and not just in that space but that's my experience working in that industry you work with them a lot you kind of start to think about what they do and how they work and sometimes if you're having that rapport with your developers and with your product teams you need to understand how they work I think that's really, really important. And I think it's a core part of what marketing needs to do. We need to understand different teams and how they work together so we can translate all of that to our customer. I think from a tech point of view, I think there's elements that we learn from what they do and that we can then absorb. So for example, I think here at Bright, one of the things that we tend to do is try not to use the word plan because... We all know as marketers, (laughs) plan is not a bad word, but it's something I find that sometimes in front of people who like agile, you whisper it very quietly. (laughs) So maybe don't use that word. Is that because they like to be more fluid in their working? Yeah. And And I think it's a fundamental difference of what that word means for each of those disciplines. I think from a marketing perspective, a plan is something, it's a goal. It's how are we achieving this for our customer? What, What things do we need to take to market? There's bigger ticket items, our brand. That can't be short term. That can't be fixed in two week cycles of work which is something that's quite traditional and agile it works differently but short sharp sprints when you're thinking about long term brand positioning for example that's not something that can do in a short period of time equally as well taking new products to market you can't do that in a short period of time so for marketing plans I think mean fundamentally something different to perhaps what agile has traditionally and software developers have traditionally used as the word it's really interesting so it's kind of evolved in marketing hasn't it yeah and I think there's so many things especially I've always worked predominantly digitally and it's a whole different topic about digital marketing I think as well I've got some very strong opinions about that I think a lot of what we do and the channels we use very much meet that agile piece 
very iterative. You test a lot in real time <laughs> and you do it really, really fast. And that's really exciting. So I think going back to how we work in that tech industry, it's about understanding what features and things like that, that the guys work on and what they're releasing and their sprints. But at the same time, taking some of those learnings and applying them to our own workload. A practical example of this would be on a Monday, our team get together. So one of the principles of Agile is having a self-sufficient team. That that's can, scrum. Essentially. So the idea is- a bit of lingo in there. I love it. I love <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's different types of agile, right? But essentially, it's about this fundamental principle of you get all the right people in the room. You leave your ego at the door. You try to come up with something that is going to work for you. You've all got different specialisms, but you all learn from each other at the same time. And you're all encouraged to be able to make those decisions not one of those hippos, the highest paid person's opinion coming in and telling you what to do. It's about having that team in one place. And we're lucky and bright because an example we have is on that Monday, we get all of those people in the room. We've got marketing, we've got sales, we've got our onboarding team, and we're lucky enough to sit together as a team. We look at two different things. We look at what's performing, numbers, goals, things that we want to try and achieve. Then we look at the long-term parts of it as well. And then we set short-term goals of what we're going to achieve in the next couple of weeks. And it's great because you can sit there and say, I need some help with this. And somebody in sales might say, I can help. This would be great. We can do this. You get to learn different things. You get to make that decision at what's best right there and then. But it doesn't mean that you don't stop looking at the long term as well. That's why it's always important to include that. Sounds much more inclusive, doesn't it? Rather than marketing does their thing and the devs do their thing and sales do their thing. Like it feels like you're actually coming together. And that must be quite good for communication as well within because then you don't have to have the separate meeting to be like, well, this is what marketing's doing and this is what sales doing because you all know. Exactly that. And we're all saying the same thing. So if anybody else outside of our team asks questions, we're all saying the same thing. We're saying the same message. And we're all very clear about how we're taking something to market, what we're doing, all of those things. There are these things I know in our developers do it here. They do stand-ups where they all basically stand together and talk about... Sounds interesting. Something. <laughs> I've worked in a previous organisation where they tried to do stand-ups and it, everyone's just sat down. And I was like, oh, that's not quite the point. Oh, no. <laughs> clues in the name guys we tried it in our team it didn't work very well we all just kind of like stood around and looked at each other and were a little bit sarcastic about the whole thing because we're quite a cynical group of people but that's because we sit together anyway so we have constant conversations and communications and yeah sometimes those things can feel a bit forced can't yeah they? exactly and I think it was meant with the best intentions like let's try it let's let's show it but it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> it didn't quite work <laughs> So there's an idea of embracing failure within agile marketing. I think traditionally that's like a really alien concept to a marketing manager to almost encourage failure, which is almost something in agile that is encouraged, isn't it? So I know that you've got thoughts on this and I think this is actually possibly the most interesting part for me in agile is this idea of failure and, and learning very quickly from that. So what's your thoughts on it? So yeah, you're very right. Agile traditionally, because it's short, sharp bursts, the idea is it's you can fail quickly and that's really good because you get to learn from it and you get to find out what works and what doesn't work and, and move on and develop something better. Now, in marketing, I think you're very right. It's something I felt in, in my career as well, is that I think we spend in marketing a lot of time trying to persuade other people in the organisation that we're not just the colouring in department. Or the social media person faffing on Facebook. Exactly. So I've spent a lot of my career trying to prove marketing's value, prove that we're financially and commercially viable as a team however I think sometimes that doesn't necessarily work to our benefit because then it's we're spending all this time almost begging for that attention and that can be incredibly hard position to prove your value from it creates this culture of almost 
hiding things that don't work and this concept that if a campaign doesn't work it's not the campaign that doesn't work marketing doesn't work that's the fear that's the very real fear and I've seen it where people have hidden what things they've perceived or they believe if it has worked they can't prove the financial viability of it and so therefore hide it hide it completely which I don't think really encourages trust no and not everything can work and you know everything is a test and I think sometimes when especially if you're like running an ad campaign you know it's very clear the money that's been spent and then maybe your cost per click is really high or those clicks didn't convert like that can feel really disappointing and I've been on the other end where I don't have the answers and actually that's not always marketing's fault because sometimes you can get them to that conversion point but then dumping is stopping them further down the line so actually maybe it's the website but then that generally falls to marketing as well so (laughs) it's that it's yeah like I totally understand like I think it's really important to have that environment where you feel really safe to say okay well we put that money in that didn't work but let's take those learnings from it and and try and work it again and maybe rerun it with a different copy on the website or call to action exactly that and I think as well agile really encourages that so again not looking at very specific methodology but those underpinning pieces of agile I think they call it the agile manifesto but that underlying concept of it's okay to fail because you're going to learn something from it but the whole point about doing things in short sharp bursts it's this concept of testing first so you look at some of these most amazing marketing campaigns you've seen and they've worked so well and I've always wondered how they must test some of those concepts to begin with and so this idea then that marketing is you take a step back from that fear you actually are brave and you try new things because it can work just as well as it can not but you learn something from it you keep progressing you keep changing and you iterate so would an example of that testing would that be a b testing so say like different types of wording on a, on a homepage or well this is the interesting thing I think with this whole fearing of failing because I think there's so many parts of marketing a b testing for example you're right that relies on failing sometimes yeah, so, something has to fail <laughs> yeah. for something to win when you're doing anything to do with paid advertising for example you're constantly trying different things and for some things improve clicks some things don't and that's okay and you're doing it really really fast because you're trying to find the best thing but then I think there's this weird shift when it comes to sort of bigger campaigns or more importantly when you're talking to senior leadership that you're kind of almost hiding some of that detail and absolutely you don't want to share some of that detail to some higher up people I completely get that it's almost this complete shift in thinking <laughs> yeah it's it's I, I find it really interesting and I've absolutely felt it and that's why I think it, it's been in bright it's been quite interesting to be able to then start thinking about working with those agile principles in an organization that understand it because that's the key that buy-in it's sometimes people say we're going to do agile now and just because you say you're going to do it doesn't mean you can do it <laughs> actually wear the t-shirt yeah absolutely Absolutely. And it's unless people are going to be willing to give you that chance and let those teams function by themselves and learn and test and try new things. I think that's when you're going to be trusting your team and they, they have the trust to build to get on with something. Yeah, so it's creating that open atmosphere, isn't it? But mm. that I still think that must be hard for any manager to relinquish that control and you know, understand that some of that budget is going to, you know, in essence, be lost. But it's not lost if you're learning from it and actually taking those learnings and applying them. But I think that's the thing. It's taking those learnings and applying them. So I think there's two things on that. One, I think if you are a manager, there's a really interesting theory about 
management where it's this concept that you should understand where your own skills lie and employ the people around you who can do good jobs take over the bits that you can't do and that you're encouraging them to grow and develop themselves so if you trust the people you've hired and you have around you that should take some of that fear away but also as well that it's this concept that if you are testing and learning you fail once you won't make the same mistake again you'll improve and it'll get better so over the long run you'll always see an improvement is the theory you'll always see that constant improvement so if you've got the right people in the room and you've hired the right people and you've got them doing the right thing even if they fail once or twice the overall output will be positive because they're learning from the mistakes each time obviously we've talked about agile marketing quite a bit in a sort of a top level this is what it is way and obviously the principles that you're applying within bright but i'm really interested if you've got any examples of like a well-known company or a campaign that you feel have you know smashed agile like you know someone that's really gone for it if i'm honest no (laughs) so i mean it's interesting because i think people talk about it quite a lot and i think it means so many different things to so many different people and i do think it is being used as a buzzword because i think there are some fundamental things that we do anyway and it's not an excuse for lazy marketing (laughs) have a strategy but i think there are some companies that have talked about it so i know there was a brighton seo i think it was sam rush were talking about how they done it and they'd found a huge improvement from like 500,000 users or something ridiculous because of that implementing those techniques and allowing people that ability to go and try things new and work as a team without the highest paid person's opinion getting involved and I think that's really interesting to hear interesting as well because they're in the tech space a few years ago Santander said they'd done something as well interestingly I remember reading about this because they said they focused on smaller campaigns so rather than their bigger campaigns they'd use an agile approach to their smaller campaigns I'd really love to see if they continue to use that for some of their larger kind of campaigns nowadays if I'm honest I don't know how if they carried on after that but they've seen some approach and again different companies use it in different ways and one size does not fit all (laughs) and I suppose people don't really talk about it because it's all internal isn't it so and that's interesting because maybe it's okay to fail internally in your teams but perhaps they're not talking so much about that outside of the teams unless you go to a conference and maybe someone's talking you know from experience about how they used agile but it's not something that you would ever really promote you know Santander is probably not going to come out and just have a chat about agile are they so and this is the thing because again you apply it in so many different ways and it depends upon the individuals and how your business is structured and also to an extent it could be easier in smaller businesses because you're not having to create complete cultural change in your organization because it does very much mean that you can't almost just in some respects have one team working agile no one else is or they're all working agile in different ways it's about collaboration it's about communication so in larger organizations that's going to be quite hard as well to do because you're asking for a fundamental shift in how you think and I think in the tech industry maybe that lends itself well because everybody is moving quite fast because everything's changing and it's you know that fluidity of how you're working perhaps that's why it's working you know for bright and for you coming in and actually saying this is maybe some of the principles will apply to marketing perhaps in a more archaic industry that would be more difficult because people are set in their ways and old school marketing I'd been really burned by agile I'd had worked in places before where they said that's it we're doing agile now and you're just kind of stood there doing stand-ups for no reason so actually I was not a believer in agile at all until I really kind of worked at Bright I did think it was an excuse for being lazy and not thinking of a strategy turns out I was wrong (laughs) 
and it was by having lots of conversations with the folks here who work in that way and seeing how it worked for them and this kind of culture of again that leave your ego at the door sort of mentality which I'd not really experienced before and I think was very unique did you bring your ego into the door before oh heck yes yeah yeah, absolutely I did (laughs) did it fit through the door um no I have to say it was uh (laughs) it's one of those things I think you kind of it's a very difficult thing to do when you're working in a small business as well I found from shifting from a large to a small organization you had just a few of you that doing marketing and so I think sometimes when I was saying things I kind of realized everyone was blank in the room I need to not talk about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so and it was it was really good and I think I'd used the word plan early on and there was like this collective shudder around the room um when I started talking to a couple of my colleagues people who are really confident and love agile love the theory behind it and I discovered that there were actually some underlying principles that's when I was like well we already do that in marketing like how do we put some more structure behind that and how do we work better with our teams to finish up I think it'd be really interesting for our listeners to hear if you have some top tips to work in a more agile way and I did ask you for five originally (laughs) and then you very staunchly told me that you only had three and I'd have to deal with that so could you give me your three top tips Franny I'll give you three unless when I'm talking I come up with a fourth accidentally (laughs) which is very possible (laughs) you never know (laughs) so I think for me number one is something that marketers should be doing anyway talk to your customers I mean if you're not talking to your customers as a marketer can you really call yourself a marketer just saying (laughs) so talk to your customers I think that's the only way we can learn. And how would you talk to them? Is that through social media or like newsletters? Everything, everything. Social media and obviously newsletters literally go and talk to them. We're really great. We've got a customer support team right here and if they're going to go have meetings with their clients, we can go along too. And do surveys, find out what you want to know, understand what their pain points are and talk to them. So, and number two, leave your ego at the door. I've said it so many times already today. It's really important to avoid this highest paid person's opinion. I think it's really important to when you're in a room with a group of people to try to think and plan what you're going to do you respect the other people in the room you trust the other people in the room but you don't let your own ego overwrite everything that's being said you're willing to share you're willing to listen you're willing to communicate with each other to come up with some ideas and thirdly retrospectives that i think i believe is a, a very agile name of word of things to essentially mean that talk about what you did but what i found particularly working here is i think retrospectives are actually a really nice thing to do Again, it's this avoiding the ego piece. It's about sitting in a room and talking about what you did and what worked and what didn't work. And also how you communicate with each other. Should you be communicating better? And having a really open and honest conversation and it can be so uncomfortable, but the more you get into it... Not very good at that, are we? Sometimes <laughs> this British mentality... No, not at all. ...being honest with each other. Yeah. But so polite. I'm the worst. Yeah, and it's really hard, but it's really important. And I think some of the best ones I've ever done is when we've actually kind of... Oh, God, I can't believe I'm about to say it, but get real with each other. Did you get real? (laughs) We got real. we did and I think that's some of the where we've had some, done some of the best work we've actually been able to be in that honest with each other and build better communications because it's not all plain sailing when you're in a kind of high pressure team it's easy to get stressed and to get frustrated and so it's important to talk about those things as well Bryony it's been an absolute pleasure and for someone that was quite nervous about doing a podcast I think you've <laughs> absolutely smashed it well you're talking about a topic I get passionate about apparently no, it's, it's <laughs> I think, yeah, it's been so interesting. And, you know, as a fellow marketeer, and I haven't worked, well, I have worked in a company that's been agile before, but not within the marketing team. So I can definitely see how some of those principles I can personally take in my work 
work. So Go I'm ahead. really hoping that, you know, everyone listening today also has taken something away. Even without being in marketing, I think some of these, you know, things that you were talking about, especially, you know, just talking to other people very openly, leaving your ego at the door. Obviously, <laughs> this is a very big one for us. So thank you for sharing. I hope everyone found today's podcast really interesting and we'll be back soon with another one from the Big Bright Podcast. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe to ensure you never miss an episode. You can find out more top tips from the Bright team on our website at bright-interactive.co.uk. Thank you.